A Gospel Reflection by Canon David Hodgson from Matthew chapter 11, verses 20 to 24. Then Jesus began to reproach the cities in which most of his deeds of power had been done, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazim! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the deeds of power done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? No, you will be brought down to Hades. For if the deeds of power done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you that on the day of judgment, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom than for you. It was the great 20th century German theologian Karl Barth who said that to prepare for a sermon, he'd take the Bible in one hand and the day's newspaper in the other. Following that maxim, we are presented today with an obvious message, because in the Gospel set for today, we have Jesus denouncing the towns who ignore God's call upon them and will not repent. And in today's news bulletins, denunciation is the theme noticeably, the denouncing of US President Trump's totally unacceptable, I would say racist remarks, to four senators, telling them they should go back home. Rightly, Trump has been denounced for these remarks by our own Prime Minister and both aspiring Prime Ministers. Denouncing the unacceptable speech and actions of leaders is a long and honourable practice in our religious heritage. It can be traced back as far as the ancient Hebrew prophets. It is shown too by Jesus' denunciation of the Pharisees for what they said and for their hypocrisy. And as we read in this Gospel, Jesus denounced the unrepentant towns, which of course is also a direct denunciation of those towns' leaders. When Jesus denounced the Pharisees and scribes, he did it to break their power to deceive the people. What is most wrong with the leaders like that is that they lead their people astray into false perceptions and actions, far from a true perception of grace and love of God, both for them and for all people. They sow destructive seeds in the people's hearts of fear, suspicion, distrust and ultimately hatred of others instead of love for neighbour. Jesus denounced the unacceptable attitudes and actions of the leaders of his day to warn people from being deceived and misled by those in leadership in society when what they say and do is unacceptable. Even so, despite the honourable roots of denunciation, there is still a lingering sense that Christians and nice people generally don't do denunciation. And what about Jesus' injunctions in the Gospel about not judging others and being careful not to see the speck in another's eye when you have a log in your own all along? This saying does not contradict the need to denounce wrongdoing. It is about our own attitude and stance before God and others. None of us is perfect. We do need to recognise and repent of our own wrongdoing before God and not assume we are always in the right. In fact, in the interesting paperback that came out some years ago, Why Do People Hate America? by Ziauddin Sadar and Merrill Wynne Davis, 
One of the main conclusions is that a key reason people rile against it is that the USA assumes always that it is the righteous one and always believes that any harm it may have caused to others is morally justifiable. You might say it's the fate of imperial powers to be so, and we see that in British history too. So that teaching of Jesus about being true about ourselves is of a piece about being true about others too. There are those in this world, and it will be a matter of actual deeds and words and not appearance, whom we do not have to set ourselves above to see clearly that they are enemies of God's grace and of their neighbours. Today's Gospel passage reminds us that there is a rightful place and at times a necessary place for Christian people to denounce wrongdoing and those who persist in it without recognising God's claim upon them to be compassionate, just and truthful and to repent. So however uncomfortable sometimes these passages and examples of denunciation by Jesus might make us feel, let us treasure them and value them and also let them inspire and challenge us to support and value those denouncing wrongdoing and evil and to be ready to add our voices to that denunciation when necessary and in the name of our faith to pray and act to give hope and support to those who are owed justice and mercy. <laughs>